0: to building a modern employer branding podcast. This is episode number 12. My name is Susanna and this podcast is sponsored by my family business, Employee Experience Agency, EM. In uh, this week's episode, I want to talk to you about content strategy and why I think and believe and actually also know that a content strategy works really well in employee branding. we can all probably relate to googling for something we want to learn more about something that really interests us and when we want to become inspired or simply just to entertain ourselves for a moment we often you know pick up that mobile phone and either start googling or go to one of the social media apps and just start scrolling and you know seeing what's going on so when we talk about content marketing it's actually a marketing technique where we create these targeted value add content that we want to distribute online uh, in order to attract and also acquire a clearly defined audiences for our business. And this is a technique that has been widely used in B2B marketing to drive uh, what we call inbound marketing leads for businesses and i've also adopted this technique as one of the rooting elements of this eminent employer branding method so probably the most common content used in marketing are blog posts videos and in b2b marketing different kinds of downloadables in the form of pdfs or for example ebooks But for example, this podcast is also a form of content marketing, as can be Instagram photos. So today we have this pretty extensive toolbox of content options and variations available to us uh, to choose from. And content can be created in the forms of text or images. It can be photographs or infographs or other like graphically drawn images can be video short videos long videos can be audio and each social media for example you know has uh, we know that they've added their own flavor to how we can variate and use these basic content formats Uh, for example from the video you know we have uh, snapchat and and instagram stories for example also facebook stories these days so why does content strategy work so well in employee branding we are living in the era of information and learning it has never been easier to google for information to you know about almost about anything uh, e-learning and online services are growing faster than ever and taking over professions we never perhaps even thought about you know being staged Online, such as uh, you know, you can have your virtual fitness coaches. Or recently, I noticed that um, these kind of therapy sessions, you know, mental health therapy sessions, there are people who do these online as well. And obviously, you know, self learning there's you know, millions of blog posts posted every day that uh, you know, we can learn from and educate ourselves. And then there's obviously. Uh, e-learning courses that we can pay for and then, you know, learn at our own time. As consumers, we are also very used to doing plenty of research online, uh, asking for uh, referrals uh, and recommendations before making our purchase decisions, be it buying a you know goods from uh online or booking a, a vacation or booking a hotel or uh, whatever so i'm sure you do this as well and for example the tourism industry is flooded with websites where people share their recommendations or avoid these comments and uh, in uh, recruitment uh sort of industry we know for example that glassdoor many many years ago opened that you know, or or created this out of a glass door to allow us this transparency to what is it like to work at different companies. And they gave this platform for those current and previous employees, as well as any job candidates that participated in their recruitment processes to, to share their and voice their opinions and experiences about those companies. So we share, we search, we find, we compare, we share, we, you know, we have bad experiences, we voice them out uh, online. And we make decisions before we purchase something based on all this information that we get. And uh, obviously, if we can, you know, being so lazy these days, we also want to buy online. So the more the important addition, decision, the more we are likely to dig out information, compare notes with others, and learn about alternative options before making decisions. And when we talk about career decisions. Those are pretty huge, aren't they? What is notice worth here is that we can, as humans, be drawn to certain brands way before we even realize that we need something that they sell. Way before we physically begin that buying process where we start to look for information. And when this need to buy enters our brain, we notice that, hey, there are brands in our head, in our mind, top of our mind, and we Google them first. And the more we know about them, uh, the more they have you know, inspired us and informed us, uh, the more people talk about them in a positive manner, the more trust we are likely to have for them. And it could be that there would be no space for anything new, another brand that we've never heard about, to enter this equation. And we are no different when we, so to speak, shop for our career. So when we implement this content marketing element into our employer branding, we can create exactly these same scenarios between us and our ideal future employees. Content marketing is a very effective marketing tool to build a strong employer brand through informational, inspirational, educational, and entertaining content with the objective of earning that number one spot top of the minds of those people that, you know, one day we hope to be able to hire. And when these people eventually transition from a passive job seeker into an active job seeker, we would be number one in top of their mind. I'm often asked... So, what specifically is talent content marketing then about? Because the automatic thought is, of course, that we're talking about uh, you know career opportunities, sharing career stories, uh, talking about the benefits of the company, or uh, you know the open vacancies. And while it can be and often is. Also, that, especially especially when we talk about content that is relevant to our recruitment processes, in my method, is still very little about that and a lot more about strategically chosen topics or themes that we want our audiences to connect to us as a business and as a place of work. And the content is ideated solely about selected maximum five key teams to make sure that you create a lot of content underneath these key topics and themes to offer that repetition and different angles through each topic. And we have to build the awareness first. So we need a lot of repetition about that. What uh, each specific theme. So if your content is very helpful, and surprisingly inspirational and different to what else is out there, your audience has a reason to choose to follow you. And if you only created one very helpful and surprisingly inspirational and different content, uh, and once your audience saw that, but they never had a reason to come back because you stopped creating that helpful, surprisingly inspirational and different Content, so that's why we need a lot of content and a lot of repetition. And instead of uh, you know producing content about just anything, we want to select strategic themes that we want our audiences to learn to connect to us as a business and a place of work. So one day, then when you you know through your content marketing strategy and you've continued to delight your audiences, their affinity towards your business as a place of work will grow, then one day when they start planning their next career move, if your topics were relevant to them professionally and sort of career slash life stage wise, they are likely to check out what you've got to offer. So let me give you an example. So my business, Eminem, our uh, key theme is uh, this uh, modern, eminent employer branding method. And we produce a lot of content around this topic because uh, it's re- we've, we found out that it's relevant to both our you know, current customers and prospective customers as it is to our future employees. So we have an active content production flow for example, in the form of this podcast and the Finnish older version of this podcast. Uh, And uh, when we have, um, for a long time, been very helpful and surprisingly inspirational and different as a content provider uh, to our audiences, we've entered their weekly routine. So they come back, they've reserved a spot for us on their weekly routine, and they repeatedly come back To us. And uh, we've chosen this strategy because we want to influence and impact uh, and be on the top of their mind when those prospective customers one day have a need to buy. You know, then they turn to us and ask, Do you have something to solve my problem? And then those prospective future employees of my business, when they one day uh, turn into an active job seeker, they automatically approach us, or not automatically, but they are likely to approach us because, you know, we've created this relationship with them through this content for such a long time. And we've been able to inspire them and allow them to learn. And they have very high trust towards us. And then if, you know, they've been really, really inspired by this topic and, you know, what they've received from us, and this is what they want to work with you know, in their next uh, career step stage, then obviously they want to come to us because they can't do this anywhere else. So that's why you have to be also different. So if you connect something that your competitors are already uh, talking about, you know, you're not going to be different. And then your audience will have other, in their eyes, similar options to choose from. So when you choose those key teams that you want to be connected to you as a business and as a place of work, be strategic in sense that make sure that those are different from your competition. So over time you become the only option that they've got. So really when if you think about yourself and if you are one of those people like I am that you like spend a lot of time Googling and learning from, you know, really inspirational Uh, uh, people online, Uh, so when you find a source who you can learn from and who you can continuously gain this insight and inspiration, who helps you to, uh, you know, to, to, to learn new things in relation to your career and professional ambitions, you are likely to want to get more where it comes from. In other words, either become employed by such a company or, you know, Convert into a customer to such a company. If you've listened to uh, some of the previous episodes of this new podcast, you probably have heard me mention something called a candidate journey of the information era. But just in case you have no idea what that is about, um, you know I'm uh, asking you to go to my blog modernemployerbrand.com/slash podcast one two, and you will find a link to a previous content about a uh, candidate journey because the candidate journey comes into the picture here. The way I see this and how I practice employer branding myself and how my, my colleagues in my company do is that the modern employer branding method is your tool to, that literally uses this content marketing to invite your ideal talent audiences into this candidate journey with your business. So your employee brand strategy, content strategy, is then planned around how on earth will you be able to win the attention of your ideal audiences through content? How are you gonna use content to build awareness and you know to what you want to represent for them? How you use content to grow affinity, and finally, How you use uh, content to convert your ideal brand audiences into either your recruitment leads to your talent funnel, if you do that, or directly into applicants to those vacancies that are open at the time that your ideal audience members are ready to convert into job applicants. So it's very important that we understand, just like in sales, the same applies to hiring even if we had a vacancy and they need to hire today, if our ideal talent doesn't have a need to change their job today, they won't. They are not going to apply for our jobs when we have a need to hire. They will only apply for our jobs when they have a need to change jobs. And that moment comes at different phases for different people and you are not going to know about it. So if you want to make sure that one day each of them will have you top of mind when they are ready to change jobs, then you better start building your modern employer brand and use content to invite them into this candidate journey with your business so that The day when they are ready to change jobs, they will convert into your recruitment leads or applicants into your open vacancies. So I oftentimes get asked, so what type of content are we talking about here? And I said, don't be limited to think that it's the regular career talk we want to publish and share, because you'd be surprised how small the actual value of our generic recruiting talk actually has to our ideal talent audiences. Literally, if I don't have a desire to change jobs, I have no desire to spend any time I have available for, you know, reading your boring job posts or your career chit-chat. If I have let's say, I have 15 minutes of my alone time before I, ha- uh, you know, on this bus uh, from work to home before, you know, there are kids waiting and everybody has needs for me. I have to start cooking and cleaning and stuff. Uh, if I have that 15 minutes to myself, I'm going to use it to content that is relevant to me right now, That's going to be inspirational or entertaining content for me. I am not going to use my 15 minutes of long time reading your job posts if they are not relevant to me. And they are not relevant to me if I am not changing jobs at this time. So instead of your career talk, you need to produce content that your ideal talent audiences Google regularly. That is the the summary of your content strategy for your modern employer brand. And the goal of your content strategy is to end up as the likeliest clicked content on their Google search results, and not just once, but repeatedly. So the more times you are there in their search results or in their radar, consistently talking about this key topic that you chose, which is what they Google for, and you provide them fresh ideas, examples, thoughts, research, and so on, the more likely they start to pay attention to you and eventually recognize you and there is this rule of 7 times one must see an ad before they actually consciously pay attention to it so this applies well to putting your name out there as well in you know content so 7 times you ha- they have to actually see your name before they consciously notice oh it's this company and after that if you you know if that took 7 videos or 7 episodes of podcast or 7 Um, blog posts and and then you stopped you stopped at the first step where you won their attention and then you never came back again so they forget about you you need to have a continuous systematic and consistent content strategy uh, to support your modern employer brand to make sure that you win their attention you actually uh, move them along this candidate journey until they are ready to convert. That's why content marketing is such an excellent technique for modern employer branding. How to get started with this idea? So obviously everything starts always with defining who your ideal talents are. It's impossible to figure out what they Google for unless you first know who you're talking about. So that's where it starts. And your employer branding audience is not your current recruiting audience. So remember that when recruiting is a sprint, employer branding is a marathon. So the the impact of your employer branding work doesn't happen overnight. So this means that your employer brand audiences are actually audiences that your business needs to win over, let's say, 12 months to 18 months from when you start. Because you need to build that candidate journey. And it oftentimes can take, you know, a year or year and a half before somebody is ready to change jobs. And if they are ready earlier, that's really good. But it's a different ballgame. If you need somebody desperately to start tomorrow... Focus on recruitment marketing. It's a sprint. So everything starts with defining who your ideal talents are for your employer brand. And once you know who they are, you have to move in to figure out, also what are they likely to be interested in professionally and personally? And this is the what is relevant for them. And then you write a list of topics or wider themes that your company, the people in your company, know a lot about. And ideally, it is stuff that, you're, that is, you know, about your business. So basically, topics for wider themes that your company knows a lot about, has st- strong opinions about, or advocates a lot about. So do not limit yourself to think that this is purely business-oriented topics. Uh, as employees, we are also interested in leadership and culture and values and learning opportunities, how to balance work with life at home, and so on. And now you have two lists in front of you. You have a list of uh, what your ideal audiences are likely to be interested in professionally and personally. And then you have a list of what your business knows a lot about, has a strong opinions about and advocates a lot about. And then you need to se- select maximum of five topics that your business should be connected with in the eyes of your audiences and are that match with what your ideal audiences are professionally and personally interested about. And these will then be your employer branding key themes. It could be just one topic or two topics, but don't make it more than five topics, because you will lose the red, red thread. The more there are topics that you regularly advocate about, The more you will lack consistency of what you actually represent because your audience will never be able to see or listen or watch all the content that you provide. And if you have more than five topics, you have to consistently produce content about each of these topics. So, you know, the longer your topic list is, the more unrealistic it is that you have resources to cover all of those topics in a consistent manner. Remember? Your audience needs to see your name minimum of seven times before they even consciously notice that you exist. And only that's when it starts the actual candidate journey of building awareness, building brand affinity, and then finally converting them into your uh, leads or uh, job applicants. So you need a lot of content. So those teams that you selected, those key topics, those key themes, those ideally form the basis for a content strategy. And then, obviously, you need to start ideating content for these key themes. And this is where I advise you to do this. If you didn't do it earlier in this, uh, during these steps, invite as many people from your company as possible to contribute into this content uh, Generation ideation because I don't think you or you know, anybody, anybody, just one person is an expert to all of those topics. So it's, and then we don't want to, you don't have time to to do this all. So you need their help. And you know, people often like to contribute uh, and make it our thing to do. So, so invite them in and and, uh, let them give their two cents about the teams and topics too. And then you put all these ideas from those post-it notes into a content plan. And you start to work for creating content ready for publishing. So once you have a list of ready content, then you are able to plan the publication schedule for this ready content. And it's really important to understand there's a difference between an idea, then there's a difference between guessing, turning that idea into an actual piece of content that is ready to be published, and then you don't have to publish everything at the same time that they become ready for publishing because you it's actually smarter to plan the publication time for different content if you want to for example use different content uh, to support recruitment campaigns you know there's no reason why you should publish something one time and then you know it would be stupid to to use it again next week for something else so you know you you can be smart about it It's really important to have this content plan on paper or electronically, because that's the only way when it's in front of you, you will see how your ideation flow works, uh, you know, how much content you have ready to be published and and how, you know, far ahead you have a publication schedule planned, because uh, you need to have that new content in the pipeline and ready content you know, publishing ready content in the publication flow, because your consistency stops if you have nothing to publish. And it can take surprisingly long time to get new content ready if you or your colleagues are not used to this kind of very active uh, content production uh, form. And I've worked with or my company has worked with hundreds of businesses in in different cases. And uh, nobody, I don't know anybody else apart from another content uh, marketing agency like us that has the routine of producing content in a very systematic and consistent way. It's a skill. It is not an automatic uh, feature for us human beings. So it can take surprisingly long time to, to to get publication ready. So there's a difference between an idea and a final content ready to be published. Uh, and you need a lot of content that are ready to be published. You also need a lot of ideas, but ideas are not something that you can publish. So don't fall into the rookie mistake of publishing everything at once when they are ready. And then having nothing to publish for weeks or months because you have to wait for somebody to produce new, new content. It's better to publish one content per week than publish something every day and then have nothing to publish for two weeks. A professional content marketer has a, what we call a, a content storage or content back, a bank where you have content ideas, you have new content, and you have this router for publishing and marketing your content. What do you think about my thoughts about modern employer branding and, for example, using content uh, to build your employer brand? If you like my ideas, please rate this podcast on your chosen podcast app. That would be, I really appreciate that. And what more, please connect with me on socials. You can find me on LinkedIn and, for example, on Instagram. The links are on the show notes article as well as on the description page of this episode, both on SoundCloud and Spotify. And hey, come back next Wednesday for a new episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. And you can find the show notes as modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast12. Moi moi!